And now. And now. And now. Item. 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 Item with Tommy Lee. Item with Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. I'm Tommy Lee, and this is the Item Podcast, my random record button for whatever's in my head at any given time. And today it's a few thoughts about an impact tremor that struck not once, but three times in my life. They're just memories for you now. Item 132. As I've said many times in the past, Item is a podcast without a format. This can be pretty much anything at any given time, and I've always enjoyed how random that allows me to be with it. This podcast can be a dive on some music that I love, or a tribute to someone who has passed on, or memories from my past, or even an amalgam of clips from the radio program that I participate in five days a week, or some kind of a weird history lesson. Episode 132 is a combination of the first three things that I just mentioned. Maestro, if you please. I was aware of John Cougar Mellencamp before the Scarecrow album hit the record stores in the summer of 85. Like most of us of this generation, I turned 15 that summer. I had first heard him three years earlier when Jack and Diane oozed onto the charts from his American Fool album. A year later, he put out the album Uh Uh-Huh that I bought soon after because of the songs Play Guitar and Pink Houses and Authority Song and so on. So when he put out Scarecrow, I was ready for it. But it took a while for me to pick it up because he didn't release any singles from the album before it dropped. So it was probably around Christmas by the time I finally bought the cassette. By then, I'd been listening to a bootleg of a friend's copy of the album. But I had a rule, one that I still try to live by with new music. If I copy a friend's album and want to keep listening to it, I eventually have to spend the money to buy it. If I really love the album, I buy two copies and I give one of them to someone someone that I think will react to the album the same way I did. Honestly, I haven't really had the money to do the latter half of that for a number of years now, but I can tell you that I did buy Scarecrow twice, and I don't remember which of my friends was gifted with the second cassette. Scarecrow was and is, in my opinion, the album where JCM became a great songwriter. He'd had hits before it, he'd had plenty of great hits after it, but this album was loaded with great storytelling, and that's something that always appeals to me. And you know the stories that I'm talking about. Nation. 
brilliant stuff. By the summer of 86, I knew the album frontwards and back. Most of us knew at least four songs from it that summer and listened to them a lot. Like most music that resonates with anyone, Scarecrow has always brought a specific memory to mind for me. It was one of only two cassette tapes that we had with us, ACDC's Back in Black being the other, and the boat that we listened to over and over again a couple of years later during a weekend of water skiing and beer drinking and sunburn gathering at the Angostura Reservoir in South Dakota. I was too young to be drinking, but I ended up drunk enough to walk through the campfire at one point, pausing in the middle of the campfire when I tried to figure out why my feet hurt all of a sudden. My parents were so enthused when I came home after that weekend. Uh, Despite the second-degree burns on my feet and the horrible sunburn that I sustained, that was a pretty damn great weekend, and we all sang the Scarecrow album over and over again together because all of us knew it by heart. The album was firmly inserted into my life then and held a spot of appreciation, all because it had a specific memory attached to it, and I had been deeply moved by the lyrics, specifically of the song Rain on the Scarecrow. At some point after the album came out in the summer of 1985, it also appealed to a guy that I wouldn't meet for another 15 years and change, a guy named Larry Williams. Larry was a hardworking, really gruff guy, lovable on the inside who loved his racing, his fishing, his colts, both Baltimore and Indianapolis, and his family. Larry was a bread route driver and a supervisor of the drivers, a guy who knew how to make his customers happy, a man who took pride in hard work no matter what the job was. Larry was raising three lovely daughters with his wife, Sharon, back in the early mid-80s. I would eventually marry the second of those daughters. Larry treated me like a son when I started coming around the family, and uh, he made me feel like a part of his family from the very beginning. That's just who Larry was. One night several years ago, he and I were talking about music, which is something that we did a lot. The conversation uh, would especially go towards, say, Johnny Cash and Steve Earle, of whom we were both big fans. So over a couple of beers and a White Sox game on TV, or maybe it was a couple of cigars on his porch back when I could smoke them, or a couple of glasses of Jim Beam and one of those crazy-ass Storage Wars shows that he loved so much, or maybe a Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Western. I don't know. At some point, we would always start just talking about music, even though we were watching a show together. And while we were having one of these conversations, I noticed that his CD collection included a copy of Scarecrow. So when I mentioned the album, he started going on and on about that album and how much he loved the songs. And I remember we listened to it and talked about it that night. That might sound trite, but remember, I'm a classic rock DJ at heart, and I'm an audiophile. And Larry, like me, had a deep love of music. My wife has actually told me plenty of stories about the Sunday mornings when he would put on his favorite records when she and her sisters were kids, and they'd wake up to the sounds of music while he and Sharon made a big family breakfast for everybody. It was a Sunday tradition in their home, mostly because he always worked Saturdays. And for me, that's the best part of listening to the music that you love. It's more than hearing the songs. It's crafting the memories around them that will last forever. And those are important because now Larry's gone. My father-in-law passed away suddenly last week, unexpectedly. The family gathered for those first couple of days to do the work that needed to be arranged right away and to lean on each other, to mourn, to laugh, to remember... 
At some point, Sharon told us to look through Larry's music collection and take what we wanted. I very quickly wanted and claimed his copy of Scarecrow. It was the first thing I thought of. That CD is going to stay in my car. In fact, it's the copy of that album I'm using to put this podcast together. But that disc is going to live in my car other than that to stoke the fire of that memory of a handful of songs that meant something to both of us. To exist as a piece of my father-in-law that can travel with me wherever I go. Maybe back to the Angostura Reservoir in southwest South Dakota someday. Or maybe just someplace nearby where I can get in a little fishing. No, I cannot forget where it is that I come from. I cannot forget the people who love me. Yeah, I can be myself here in this small town. And people let me be just what I want to be. This has been the Item Podcast, written and produced by me, Tommy Lee. It comes out every now and then, whether it needs to or not, here at Audio Boom and at iTunes and Google Play and a whole bunch of other places. And uh, now I will insert other podcast information here. Last year, I created an original fiction serial podcast based on my second novel. That podcast is called The Archive, and you can find it pretty much anywhere you found this podcast. Just look for the one with the blue logo that's got some gold in it. It turns out that there are a whole bunch of podcasts with the name of The Archive, so you need to look for the one with the blue background logo. Trust me, the name wasn't my idea. Uh, coming this spring, I'm going to produce a podcast with some work cohorts, Brad King and Zach Miller, about the final season of Game of Thrones and the beers that have been inspired by the show. We're going to call it We Drink and We Know Things. <laughs> and we cannot wait to get started. Item is part of the Federated Media family of podcasts. Now, go tell someone you love how much they mean to you. This has been Item with Tommy Lee. Podcast by Federated Media. Podcast by Federated Media.